BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're listening to Pardon by America with your hosts... David Thomas. So is that why every time I take a dump, like I get the quiver? I mean, you got a big old turd coming out. That thing's rubbing up on that plane. Chris Holo. I'm not an entirely huge fan of bananas. I more like banana laffy taffies. Those are better. And Greg Williams. It's like put your dick over the urinal, shake it off, and then put it in your pants. All right, welcome to another episode of Pardon My American, and uh, we got a special guest today. It's going to be fun. We'll introduce him in one second here. We're going to talk about some news. We're going to talk about all kinds of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody, we're also on Facebook now, uh, Pardon My American. We have our podcast available on multiple platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Podcasts, I guess. Yep. So make sure to go check us out, subscribe, listen, check it out, and, and leave like us it. leave us some likes. Listen like to that shit. Yep. All right. So uh, we got our guest today, Jarrett Screen 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 with a K with a K. Mm-hmm. I knew that, but I I was I was literally <laughs> like, okay, I know, I think I know it, but I didn't say the Norwegian. How you doing, man? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for happy coming to be over. here. Yeah, second guest yeah. we've ever had. So this is awesome. still an experiment. Mm-hmm. which should uh, should work out pretty good. So what do you do, man? So uh, I'm the co-founder of Ashtown Brewing Company okay. here in Longview. Mm-hmm. Um, today's actually our five-year anniversary. Yeah. It's been five years already. Congratulations. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah, it's, it kind of flew by, F- uh, flies by when you're having fun and working hard and all that. So, yeah. And it's a very popular place. Yeah, By yeah, we stay busy. The you know the 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 secret. Um, I don't I don't want to say secret, but what's really helped is just a really supportive community. You yeah. know, everybody really rallied behind us. So, you know, we wouldn't exist or be there without the community. You well, know, behind us. So. That and everyone loves beer. Right. I right. mean, that's that's a that's a plus. Somebody in once my, my told book. me I think that beer was recession proof. Because people drink when they have money, and they, they drink, drink when beer, they're depressed, yeah, yeah. and they drink when they're depressed. So, and if yes, they only have yeah. five bucks, they're going to spend it on the best beer that they can find. <laughs> well, and it's it's bum proof too, because the bums will buy your beer too. It's That's true. Right. Awesome. I was literally yeah. outside of Minimar once, and the guy asked me for any money. I was like, "Dude, I I got like I got some change here." He's like, "It's fine. 
I only got a dollar left and I can go buy a beer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. all right, here you go, man. They sell them hurricanes over at that uh, Minute Mart at Safeway. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a busy place. I was going to say, I don't, I don't think the hobos are buying like the uh, the good stuff. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah. No. Steel <laughs> reserve. That's you, true. You'd be surprised sometimes. <laughs> really? Oh, they? yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm wrong. Shit. Yeah. Not for I long. Say, I mean, they don't become regulars. I feel like they're, but, I mean, I'm a little old, but like the Mad Dog 2020. Yeah, there's some malt you know, liquers out there. Pumping that stuff in there. <laughs> yep. Some malts. What was that shitty like energy liquor? Sparks. Sparks. No, Four Locos, man. Oh, oh yeah. He's <laughs> just the worst. Yeah. They still make it, but they don't have the good stuff in it anymore. Uh, they, they got oh, in trouble. They, take, they were selling it to kids as an energy drink. It was that party at Central Washington where all those kids got <sighs> whacked out yeah. on it. I think Four Locos got in trouble for causing a lot of murder, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would not be surprised. What was, oh, yeah. it, what was in it that they took caffeine. out? Caffeine. So we can't put caffeine in any alcoholic beverages now. And four locos just fucked everything up. <laughs> you know what's funny though? Side story. But Alex, Alex Johnson, we, I was at his house a couple years ago, and I don't know what it was. He's never drank four locos ever that I can remember. But he, we were recording some Poontang Pirate shit. Okay. When we did that song, and uh, he was drinking this great four locos, and I was like, "What? What are you doing right now? Like, that's ghetto to me. I don't know. Call me wrong." So. Four Locos just reminds me of uh, back in your dating days, and you had a girl come over. She was chugging a Four Locos yeah. uh, when she got there, and then she also pulled a bottle of wine out of her purse. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that was a lonely part of my life, but let's not go there. So anyways, Alex was drinking Four Locos. We were recording, and we're sitting there like on the computer, and he just gets up and fucking goes. He had this door that went outside in his bedroom. He's just puking, like crazy puking. He comes in and like his whole eyes, like he blew all the blood vessels out in his eyes, and it was purple, dude. It was just the purplest <laughs> puke. So, I, wow. needless to say, stupid story, but I have so no, it, so no anyway, desire. Uh, yeah. Speaking of purple, I got a really good story, real quick, while we we're on. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Pur- so, my yeah. freshman year of college, my roommate decided to drink. Um, so, Henry Weinhardt's used to make the the uh, blackberry wheat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. So he decided to drink like a 12-pack of those and eat half a bin of red vines. Oh, why not? And I literally, <laughs> it literally looked like he was puking up his guts that night. Oh like, I just like, feel like just that's purple a, and red. Just that concoction coming out. Because, <laughs> like, you know when you dip a red vine in, like, a soda? Do you guys ever do that? Like, mm, use it as a no. straw? It gets, like, really fizzy. Yeah. I feel like that in your gut would just yeah be like a bath bomb. <laughs> <You know? laughs> a, la- a lavender laugh uh, yeah, yeah lavender. <laughs> and that's how people start eating bath salt mm. yeah. so with uh with ashton what do you guys do i mean you so you guys brew your own stuff right yeah and how many beers do you have or how many varieties do you have so we have uh 16 taps right now mm-hmm. most of them are our beers i keep a uh, tap on for cider and then okay. usually um depending on our rotation of beers we'll put a guest on once in a while uh but we we just did a big expansion about a year ago, so we upgraded or um, upsized to a twenty barrel system. Okay. So twenty, bar- we do everything. We do everything in barrels. Um, so a barrel is uh, 32, 32 gallons. Okay. So when you buy a full size keg, that's a half. They call it a half barrel. Oh. So our our tanks are twenty barrels, which is equivalent to forty kegs. Forty oh, full size kegs. You ever just want to swim in it and just bathe in the... Uh, it'd be cool if you could. I mean, our kettle, you probably could. You could hop in there and swim around, but it's boiling usually, so it's not fun. And this is our raw batch, literally. So <laughs> yeah. It's got special ingredients. Yeah. Of so how did you how did you get started? What was like, okay, I'm going to... Ashtown is now the idea. This is what we're doing. Yeah, so um, I was in the corporate world for a long time. I was a, a headhunter for 
for big companies finding uh, like uh, high level IT guys okay. for, you know, like Wells Fargo, Starbucks, all that kind of stuff. Um, got kind of burned out sitting at a desk, um, you know, grinding away. And I noticed I was living in Phoenix and then Seattle or Bellevue. And I started to notice this kind of uptick in, in microbrews and was kind of getting, I kind of just started paying a little bit more attention to it. That's where I was starting to hang out more instead of going to bars, I'd go to breweries and mm-hmm. brew pubs and everything. Uh, my cousin was always a home brewer and, uh, would make beer for everybody in the family on for Christmas. And, um, you know, really the idea kind of came, I always live after high school, I moved away and I'd come back into town for holidays and different things like that. And it was always a struggle to figure out where to go to get a beer and catch up. Oh, you know? yeah. You don't want to go here because, you know, uh, maybe they don't have Silver Star. Yeah. Duh. We can just yeah, say, I know, right? There's yeah. crap in town. In Longview, there's nothing. Yeah. It was always tough, you know, mm-hmm. or to get a good beer or somewhere where you could actually visit and catch up and invite people. So, um, as far as like looking at a map of microbreweries in Washington, there was a huge gap from Centralia to Vancouver and Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were kind of in the perfect you know, um, blank spot to, to put something together, you know, as far as like a new place, social place in town and something, you know, uh, along, you know, these people, these people are really big into visiting breweries in in the States and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, so, we get people from all over the country that come and visit just because yeah. it's a brewery. You know? So you just, you started with your cousin then? Yeah. Is, he's your other co-founder? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Just the two of us. Yep. So we started, started home brewing, uh, a lot, like almost every weekend we're, we're brewing a new batch and then, um, starting to look for, uh, a place, look for a building and start buying equipment. So yeah. over about two, two and a half years, we bought equipment, brewed, tried to, excuse me, um, get all of our recipes dialed in so that when we did f- finally find a place, uh, we kind of had that. You already had something going, yeah. Yeah, already had something going. So do you guys do your own bottling and everything, right? Or is it do you go outsource for the bottling? Yeah, we don't we don't bottle yet. Um, We bought a we bought a tape what you call like a countertop canning machine. Okay, so I can can I can these beers by hand. Okay, so I fill them off the tap, and then it's just a. Uh, yeah. machine that I so you can do small, small runs of yeah of, small okay. runs yep. yep do you kiss exactly. the lid on every one of them like I lick the inside there you first. go oh, yeah. well that creates a tighter seal a little it? piece it does, yourself yeah. in every can huh? <laughs> yeah <laughs> no I don't from from my lips to yours yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> we share every beer yeah, yeah. it's good That's, stuff it's kind of gross. Which, this is fucking delicious by the way oh thanks which one are you which one this are you is drinking? hot plume IPA Boom, yeah, that's one of our newer IPAs we put out. Got to have good. an IPA. People are hopheads around here. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, you don't have an IPA, people will crucify you. Right? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, IPA is hands down probably the most popular beer. Yeah. I would say, right? Mm-hmm. Well, see, I'm not a beer drinker. I know that sounds horrible because everybody loves beer, and I'm not. Says the guy who's drinking Angry Orchard. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm a cider <laughs> guy. Beer. I'm a very cider person for sure, dude. Yeah, and that's the thing is like I don't have like a certain one that I like. If it tastes good, it tastes good to me. I just haven't yeah. built up that. But I'm a definitely a cider person. That is for mm-hmm. sure. And yep. that's I don't know. It's cider's good. They're they're on the up and up right now. Well, we yeah. went to like a cider Getting fest. Super popular. Yeah, yeah, they are. Portland yeah. has like the cider fest. Me, yeah. me and Joe went to it, and we just we literally tried like everything. There's probably 150, I think. There, God, some of them are horrible, but yeah. there's some really good stuff and and good alcohol content too. Do you have a favorite brewery? Like, what's your favorite Besides other than your, your own? own. Oh, what is boy. your go to? Um. 
Or are you Jeez. just pretty much like a connoisseur, you like everything? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people do specialize in different things. Like, yeah. like some people specialize in sours. Some people do a really good job at IPAs. Some people do a really good job at dark beers. Um, there's a, there's so many good breweries out there right now. Everybody's, I mean, the competition's really high to, oh, to stay relevant in the market. So everybody's really stepped up their game. So, you know, I've, I've kind of turned more into, I, I either like dark beer or I like, uh, like light pails and pilsners mm-hmm. and lagers and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's like same boat. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's hard to pick any one brewery cause there's so many good beers out there right now. Yeah. And I've actually become a big cider fan lately. I've, I've been drinking a ton of cider. It's yeah. good. It's re- like it's refreshing. You don't get that. Yeah. It's crisp, full, yeah. full filling. And well, and that. some of them are sweet, and that's yeah. You can get a stomach ache, and but the, listen, this is a poor Angry Orchard is a terrible thing for me to be drinking right now. This is not my favorite friggin' cider. Okay, it's just what I have in the fridge, and you brought one for me, so I'm gonna get that mm-hmm. in about ten minutes or so. Yeah, peach. So have you ever thought of we had. Did an episode a while oh, back. Oh God! Did Are you, you going to talk about this? Yes, I am. You might have heard about it. On- Did uh, have you ever thought about using like using yeast from woman's vagina? <laughs> yeah. Somebody, somebody's doing that. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's geez. actually that's a real thing. That's I know. Happening. I've seen that. They've they've pulled yeast out. Of, I mean, uh, Rogue made John's beard. The Are yeast they pulled out of his. So beard. we're calling it right here, right now. Chris, Dave, me, Greg, we're willing to give our seed. <laughs> or the newest batch, and we'll we'll just put I it put I, it into a tube. And wait, you, gonna, you mean like yeast off yourself? Yes. Oh. Okay. You said you were saying seed. Well, I, I'm I don't talking, think that's what you use. Well, you could use that too. I don't know. I mean, I don't think we'll, that'll ferment very well. We'll swab, so. we'll swab. We'll swab the inside of something. You could say there's definitely semen's. You might have to go tank, outside but. of Cowlitz County to get like. I can't no, believe a prime that specimen. Somebody actually thought that that was. Like that grosses me out a little bit. Yeah. They actually put a picture of the girl. Really? Yeah. It was I like, think I heard something about that. I don't have any plans to do that. <laughs> well, <sighs> if if someone offered seats taken, say that. Okay. I don't know how my mom <laughs> would feel about that either. She might get a little like. That's what you I just get you talk don't to tell her. anybody. And they yeah. try and they're like, God, this is just got this flavor that just I can't put my fucking tongue on it. And it's like you have put your tongue on it. Actually, oh, I guarantee. Oh, it. There we go. Oh, <laughs> no, it's it. Uh, that's yeah. cool, man. I I. I think it's cool that you like found something you like and you actually do it. Cause a lot of people mm-hmm. can't do that. So that's kind of neat that you get a, and you got, you get a, I know you've done events and stuff. You yeah. did one in Longview yeah. not that long ago, right? For something. Yeah. A couple that? months ago, right? The little beer fest we had here. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. We put on a Longview's first, like, like pure beer fest, yeah. brew fest uh, with the uh, parks, parks and rec, a Longview with Jen and yep. all that and did it at the civic circle. How did that go? It was awesome. We had a really good turnout. We had really good feedback, no issues. Everybody good. had a good time. It was, it was kind of crazy how well it turned yeah. out for the first time, honestly, but any plans of future ones or, Oh yeah. We already have it on the books for next no? year. Yeah. Nice. But they're putting that damn, um, gazebo right in the middle. Uh, of Yeah. The there's like a big field. forklift in the middle there. Right? Yeah. They're tearing up that, that center area and putting a big uh, homeless shelter is what it's going to turn into. Oh, my. Everybody's going to be pissing yeah. on Wait, it. Wait, wasn't, and... wasn't there like a, a bus of like Ari Long in that? 
like right in the center of that. Yeah, that? I think that got stolen or knocked oh, over. Oh, jeez, those freaking Antifa, man! They're just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just tearing down everything. Well, they thought it was Donald Trump. To be fair, oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's right, yeah. I thought it looked like Mike Pence. You, you I'm can't. Not sure. Oh well, that too. Yeah, yeah. That either or. Either, either or. It was some white straight male. So yeah, true. <laughs> so I didn't know they were putting up a gazebo. Yeah, they're putting up a gazebo. <laughs> right, that that right does in the middle. that does smell like a. Like, bomb is it going to be like a big gazebo? Like, mm-hmm. are you going to be able to put like a band in it or anything? Yeah, that's the only good thing about it is I think we'll be able to turn it, like, make use of it during the event, like a band or maybe put some of the breweries on the inside facing out type that's of thing. Cool. Oh, so we'll, we'll make do. It just kind of sucks. Cause it was kind of, that's where everybody gathered. Now you gotta like reorganize. Yeah. yeah now we got to, yeah. Replan it. So could work that's out fine. to your benefit though. It you could. Know, it might. So with, with Ashtown, mm-hmm. you guys are down off of Hudson, yeah, right? Hudson and, and, between uh, 11th and 12th. Yes. Right mm-hmm. by Bob's right by Bob's. I know. Yeah. Cause I've been there plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you get that location? And, before I start, mm-hmm. did you guys ever consider the Three Rivers Mall? Because that place is booming. <laughs> God. God. Maybe like 20 years ago. Yeah. Jesus. When, when, I think it was uh, dying 20 years ago. I think when our parents were buying us baby clothes, that place was booming. <laughs> yeah. So, But really, though, how yeah. did you guys get that? Uh, we, I Honestly, I looked at every single vacant place in Longview and Kelso. Kelso wasn't as easy to work with. They didn't have as much... Um, real estate and didn't really have, you know, we were the first kind of micro, well, we were the first microbrewery that came into the area. So nobody had any code or, or plans how to, how to do it. So Longview actually, Bob Gregory was the uh, city manager at the time and he's a family friend of ours. And he actually did a huge thing for us and called a round table with everybody from Longview that was going to be involved in the permitting process and everything. And we told them our plans, what we wanted to do. And it actually, they actually ended up rewriting a lot of the code in Longview for wineries, distilleries, breweries, all that kind of stuff. Wow. So the hard part in finding a building was finding something with the right utilities, you know, like water, enough water to come in because we use a ton of water, um, you know, electricity and then kind of um, enough infrastructure if we wanted to expand and grow from there as well. So, I mean, we looked at every single vacant place in Longview and um, we're actually looking at a place on 12th. And when we came back to look at it again, the landlord actually said that the cabinet shop in the spot we're currently in, like grabbed his stuff and was gone overnight. And so it was vacant. And so we ended up taking that, that space, which was, which was, kind of perfect okay it worked out real nice it's a nice location for sure it is i mean hudson's a busy street it's a you know we get a lot of visual yeah traffic you know a lot of people walking and driving and everything so it's a good it's a good spot so it's a good it's an old building but it's got a lot of character to it you know it's built in the 20s you know the aesthetics kind of just kind of work with your theme anyway Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't yeah i think it would i don't know like a new building to me when you don't have that character to it Especially with something like a brewery or even like a tattoo, anything that's like artsy or, yeah, it's, yeah, I think you want that a little bit, you know. Yeah, you don't want it to look like you just moved the office furniture yeah. out yeah. and threw in a. Because you got like rad windows, yeah. you know, like the way that it's you know, like it's just cool, mm-hmm. man. It's yeah, really cool. Thank you. Um, so space, mm-hmm. have you? You're obviously concerned about space because you guys are growing. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do, man? I don't know. I can't expand anymore in that place. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, you know, so you like location number thinking two, about, yeah, someday. second location or yeah. Um, we just started distributing with a distributor out of Vancouver. So at least now we're moving a little bit more beer. Um, 
Where are you going to be distributing to? Um, so we're distributed right now from the gorge all the way up to Seattle. Oh, nice. So Highway 14 on the Washington's. Well, Highway 14 is the Washington side, but Highway 14 and then up to Seattle, up I-5 corridor. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's a new uh, kind of a new venture for us, which is which is good. It's working out well. We have a great relationship with a distributor and they have a good relationship in the industry or a good um, reputation. Yeah. So. So to to find your beer, do you have to actually go to a like a public house or like a distributor, like a hop and grape type of style? Yeah. Yeah. uh, Draft. So everything is draft. The only place um, served the only places that are going to serve our beer outside our place is going to have a draft be draft. We don't do enough canning or bottling. Well, I was going to say you you don't have enough spit to do that because you lick (laughs) every single one of them. I know. Are you going to eventually work into that, like bottling and distributing like envelopes? To- yeah. Um, we, you know, we've talked a little bit about a canning line, maybe get into canning. Everybody's a little bit more earth conscious now and can't the can technology is a lot better, you know, as far as recycling and everything goes. And you know, the, the can technology has like these new coatings on the inside. So you don't get that metallic taste off beer anymore and it keeps it fresher, longer, all that kind of stuff. So thought about, you know, we've talked about canning uh, down the road. So, and maybe do some bottles of some, you know, like right now we have a bourbon barrel aged Belgian dark strong. So maybe do like some Magnum bottles of that yeah. or something. So, huh. yeah. See the nice thing about where you're at though, as far as like what, and I don't know everything about like how far along you are, but it seems yeah. like you have a ton of growth opportunities still. Mm-hmm. And you've been doing it for five years. Yeah. Doing well. And then, and you still have a ton of possibilities, even even to further that, you know, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it gives you, a, you know, it, a lot of places plateau really easy. They go really big right from the get go, and then there's nowhere to go, or you know, you then then you're just chasing your tail, trying to cover your overhead, or yeah. um, you know, make make your make payroll and all that where we've been a little bit more strategic on on growth, trying to do it incrementally, organically. We started out pretty small. I mean, we were running out of beer a lot in the summer and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, the expansion we did last year, we probably should have done a year before that. So, you know, just trying to be, you try to try to make sure the demand's there before you get too crazy with the supply. Yeah. Um, that's so, normal though. I mean, when that's you're, normal. When yeah, you're brewing yeah. stuff, how long does it take to like, when you decide, okay, we're going to come out with something else, something mm-hmm. new from start to finish, how long is that process? Yeah. Um, we usually give ourselves three to four weeks from brew day to where it's on tap. Um, sometimes it'll be a lot quicker than that. depends on the, uh, the fermentable sugars that are Mm. in the beer, in the wort, um, how healthy the yeast is. It's all conditions. Um, if, if the yeast are happy and healthy and hungry, I mean, we've had like, uh, our raspberry wheat will ferment in like two days. Like, where other beers will take a week, week and a half to ferment. So mm. there's a lot of variables. It's a lot of, you know, once, once you kind of put everything together, uh, it's kind of out of your control. Have you ever yeah. tried to brew anything? Yeah, have you guys home brewed? Uh, I have once. I made a little two gallon batch, but cool. I didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. So I did one time I had apple juice in my car for like two weeks. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it was like super puffy. And I was like, and then you found out that was actually your piss. <laughs> I, I actually did take a drink of it 
and it was not good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I probably caught some. What do they call it in prison? Hooch? hooch. Oh, yeah, hooch. Make it out of, like, tomato paste. and Yeah, I actually have a toilet on its own that I just use to brew my stuff in. <laughs> so that's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. just collect rainwater and wild <laughs> yeast. Just like in prison. Yep, I stir it with a uh, plastic fork on a stick. Pruno. Mm-hmm. Isn't it called Pruno? Pruno. No. I've never heard you that in my life, dude. I watch a lot of jail shit, and I've never heard Pruno. Huh. Hooch, for sure. I heard it's strong. I heard that yeah, stuff really Pruno. strong. Yeah. Pruno or prison wine is an alcoholic beverage variously made See, from apples, oranges, fruit cocktails. That just sounds like somebody made up a name. Crazy. Hooch. Dude, no, yeah. Hooch. Well, they, they got their own lingo in there, too. True. So, you it's know. true. Yeah. Well, I yeah, look they it up can't and, just call it course, hooch, then everyone will know what they're talking about. They just, they yeah. just, I, I look up, yeah. I look up Pruno or <laughs> jail juice. Oh, God. And there's just a picture of a black dude eating a burger. <laughs> like, oh, of course, that's Google for you. Is that his nickname? Yeah, pretty much. Jail that's, juice. That's, that's jail that's juice. Right that guy makes the best shit. Oh, my God. They, they, they make a remake of Beetlejuice, and it's just jail juice. Damn, damn, it's the damn. Best, this is the best burger I've ever had. Dude, that is literally one of the funniest videos. The that shit is. you find on the internet. It's something that this oh, yeah. guy found because uh, I find it all. Dave, Dave is a porn. mastermind of Break.com and YouTube, and then he'll find like people blowing up stuff and sometimes themselves a live leak that's that's my go-to for sure live leak live leak mm. have you you ever heard of that yeah you ever I haven't spent much time on it don't don't <laughs> <laughs> well what's cool about live leak i don't want to get off topic here too much but what's cool about live leak is it's it there's some really gross shit on there mm-hmm. like some really horrible like death stuff you don't want to see but it's also like it's like a news. They claim themselves as like the alternate news, like videos oh. that they, you know, the news won't show. So there's a lot of like, I don't know. Alex is really into it too. And like, he's an, uh, an aspiring electrician, you know? So he gets on there. Not Alex he, Jones, your friend. Alex, Alex Johnson. Yeah. He gets on there and he like, will find videos of like people electrocuting themselves, you know? And, <laughs> oh, geez. and I'm like, he, he's like, I just, I just want to see what not to do. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, I get it. Well, I get you it. know, if that was like a safety video for your work, I, you know, no, but maybe I, a step you know too what? far, but I would understand. No, but you know what I have said to him? I've said like, I, I get it because sometimes you want to like make sure that you realize how dangerous a certain thing is. Yeah, but that the, the people that are flying up 50 feet in the air and then slamming down at the force of gravity are not conscious. So it's like. That's true. It's who, pretty nasty. Who's going to watch that? Yeah, just I mean, don't just don't get on y- there. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, just don't get on there. <laughs> they do have some funny ones. They actually had one in Portland this uh it, I was on I just got on there for the first time in a long time, but there's it just said Portland homeless woman naked. And I was like, "Well, I got to see this cuz it's probably by my work or something, you know." And it's just like this car's he's in the car filming, kind of like what you were doing earlier. Okay. And he rolls up and stops and there's this chick by a tree downtown Portland, people all over the place, and she's like has her pants around her ankles. And she has her boob out, and she's, like, rubbing herself, and she was, like, bald. Like, she had shaved her head. And Yum. So, anyways. So, so she was naked and looked really good. Drugs yeah. are a hell of a trip, it looks Dude, like. Dude, it's, yeah, the homeless thing's bad. Yeah. We've already talked about this a million times, but, like, it just, people are nuts. Don't They're, go behind the pancake house. I know. I, I listened to your last <laughs> podcast yeah, about that when you did your ride-along. That's crazy. Yeah. He, he I mean. It kind of makes me curious how much shit is actually behind there. We can go yeah, oh my god, let's do an investigative like, in, like, and we can take a picture journal. of all this shit and post it up and be like, we okay. weren't lying. Well, no, I you know, I after we did that podcast, like I felt really weird about posting it because I, I felt like I was like talking a lot about the police and I, I respect them a lot, but I was like, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know if I should have said some of that, but 
either way, I think more of that needs to come out because like, yeah, but my a lot thing of people was, don't realize the day to day quote unquote sure, shit that sure. they have to deal with. But like, I, I was just saying, cause I was kind of quoting the officer that I was with and I was like, I don't want, you know, cause he, he did kind of say that some cops were fat, you know, just saying. And but, I, I mean, some okay, cops are fat, but they are. Yeah, I know. True. But anyways, what was fascinating, I, and I, uh, we went to a different, a couple different stops with the homeless thing. He did say one or two times at least that that was the biggest problem in town was one of the biggest problems was just the amount. And like you were saying with building that new gazebo, man, that's just one more spot. Yeah. And we went to the library. We went to uh, McClellan Art Center was really bad. We went down to, you know, that cove at the lake by the hospital across the street from the hospital mm-hmm. they have that where they used to like people oh, get yeah. married and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we went in there and they were like, yeah, it's actually surprisingly clean right now, but it smelled like piss. Like the Dude, whole thing. That like, every, no. every morning on my way to work. So I take highway 30. So I go over the Lewis and Clark bridge mm-hmm. and then, uh, by the hospital and the YMCA mm-hmm. groups of bums every fucking morning yeah, and mm-hmm. it's getting worse. And I just, I didn't even notice it until you said like bums were a problem. And I was like in Longview. Yeah, you did. I was like, I didn't really. I think know. when you acknowledge it, though, you start you can you start yeah, seeing it's, it. More. It's kind of like when you when you buy a car, you're like, man, I don't see anybody with these cars. I got the like the only one, and then you drive around and you see them every fucking yes. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that's a yep. good analogy. That's it right. is. Yeah, it's true. It is like I that. did a I did a volunteer cleanup one time, and it was underneath the Allen Street Bridge. Oh, that's got. You want to see some shit? <laughs> That's I did. I did like triple bad. leather glove my hands. Oh, yeah, and dust mask, and they should I mean, just send robots in for that job. They should have just burnt. <laughs> they just should have started a huge fire underneath yeah. there and shut well, the fire so down. The officer I was with actually, we met up with this other officer at the library, and what they they do, which was kind of cool. I didn't know they do this, but they, they actually, do. The, wait, hold on. Did they do the cool like window to window thing where they they drew no. about? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, fuck. I wish they did because he would have been like probably. Yeah, he would have like. Where you see a cop and you slam on the brakes and you're like, oh, no, he's just talking to his other guy. So you take off. Yeah. yeah I go. brought my aviators on. <laughs> oh, God. You did? Even though it was like 2 a.m.? It was like 1 a.m. Did, like, <laughs> did you have to wear a bulletproof vest? No, he wouldn't. No. No? No, but yeah. He did say that he could, you could actually. Like, Jump in a fight if you yeah, needed to. Yeah. yeah. Be he his did. backup. He said he, 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 yeah, he wasn't going to tell me to, but he, he's like, you know, if you, I'm not going to tell you to do it if you want to. You know. It was like, if someone overtakes me, which is not going to happen. I was, my adrenaline was pumping, dude. I was like ready for, because you don't know, it, yeah. you don't realize how, it's actually a really tense job, you know, like well, con- yeah. constant tense, because dude. you never know what's going to pop on that, that intercom or that radio. So, you know, so I pissed a guy off today driving home on highway 30. Very, very bad. Yes. Oh, they're terrible out there, man. Well, so I need to see what you drive so I don't. It's flip. a, it's a oh, so I don't flip you off one day coming it's a, back. It's a Chevy Malibu. Okay. Oh, he's a dick, dude. When he's so when I'm in a hurry, I will drive fast. I have a radar detector, uh-huh. and I told Davey better not pull me over if he ever becomes a cop, because then I'll show him my dick. <laughs> but um, it'll be on my body cam. Just so you know. <laughs> well, hey, then everyone can enjoy the show. Oh God. Uh, hello YouTube. <laughs> but um, so I pissed this guy off because I, I didn't even abrasively cut him off i just i did the speed up go around him he laid on the horn for approximately 1.2 miles was it really 1.2 miles pretty much dude it was a solid five mississippi and no joke and um man you're hauling ass well no and then he he came behind (laughs) me at the stoplight and then just proceeded to lay on the horn the whole light so that guy's got problems do the math yeah no and and so like when we ended up going um we sped up a little bit. He came up to the side of me 
And I told Dave and Chris before he got here, he was literally barking like a dog. Like, I could see spit flying from from his mouth onto his fucking uh, passenger side window. And um, I was like, if I were a cop, like if what were to happen if I were just like flash my badge, turn on my lights and be like pointing over and be like, pull over right now. What would I want to do that? I, I would not pull this guy over. Why? I would. I have a feeling because if that you don't was a know, situation, he'd immediately be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, he'd get real quiet. I don't know. Or if if he did notice, what if he kept on going? I would he, be like, he'd be a real piece of shit and a psycho if well, a cop pulled him over for doing that. And then now well, he then wants to that, the Where cop. do you draw that line to where you're, like, you're a respectful cop pulling him over and he's still barking at you? And then how do you... You know, you ask him to calm down and he tase his ass, dude. all that. Like, well, yeah, where do you draw the line? I mean, exactly. that's a difficult line that a lot of cops face. Is at what point do you have to use force? Yeah, you but, know, or but to me, taser. To me, or, it's like if if this guy's willing to spit across his fucking passenger seat onto his window, what else is he going to do? Does he have a gun? I don't yeah, know. But that's what the is cop, it worth that's what it? Cops do, man. That's what they do. So I mean, they cut people off and then they pull people over. <laughs> they get pissed off at them. No, cops? come on. Well, no, I'm dude, saying I'm if just, you, I'm saying if a cop pulled over that guy who was flip, you know, barking. His well, shit. no, I'm saying if I were the cop, yeah. and I noticed that this guy got all up on my ass and started honking the horn and then like was yelling, yeah, I'd pull him over. I don't know if I would. I mean, that's a good example of like how the internet is today. He's probably real tough in his car oh, yeah, going yeah. 50 miles yeah. out as soon down as you the pull freeway. Him over, he's that is be a good behind point. his window. But that as is- soon as you probably got at a stop sign or both turned down the same street at the minute mark, knocked bet, on his window with I your baton. That is got, a good point. Got real quiet. Yeah. Greg, you are intimidating. Well, well, duh. Look at this smooth face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, if he actually, when he saw your face, he's probably like, whoa, not the guy. Maybe his wife cheated on him. You know, who knows? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's a, you know what? My See, sister yes. said that, told that to me. They're like, you never know what kind of day somebody just had. Maybe exactly. they just found out their mom died and whatever. So exactly. It's hard to think that in the moment because, yeah, people piss me off driving all the time. I want to. I was not pissed. I was more entertained. I was no, like, he actually was uh, laughing. He was I, laughing. Oh, you're, I, you're I recorded him. Okay. I recorded yeah. him. But uh, <laughs> I, I wish I would have got so the you fucking piss, you pissed him bulldog. off more because you were just like being that guy filming him. Well, dude, you should have seen his face. Like you could see his teeth and like the spit, and I was like, oh my god, the I window gotta... fogging up. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I gotta record this. I was you like, see the Hold window on. fog up, and he's like, <gasps> I, I actually yeah, did. Like that scene from Jurassic Park. Look at my face. <laughs> I, I held up my finger like the the one minute. Hold on, give me a minute. And the, like I was like, hold on, hold that face. I want to fucking get this. But he didn't do it. And he his fucking spin off. But I, I anyway. actually, I because I commute a lot. I know you do, and I'm you, you probably do. And we all do. Yeah. I think. But when you're on I five or thirty is really bad. And I don't know what it is about thirty, but people drive like idiots. But like, it's amazing how aggravated people get. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a literally I've seen this truck going down thirty, like almost every time I drive home. It's this green truck. It's a construction worker guy or something. He's wearing bright yellow. The guy drives like a fucking idiot every time, dude. Like he'll like haul ass up on a bumper of the car next to me, like oh, okay. it was two so lanes. He's being... And then he'll fucking jolt in front of me and jolt and like back. And then oh. you get to just, light. just call it pulling a hole, him, dude. No. Oh, oh a, fuck you. He's God pulling damn. a hole. Yeah, he's I'm gonna start calling a hole. He's the worst driver I know. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not You're that actually bad. not. You're he's not. A, he's, wait, have you Dave, died? Dave no. called you a driver terrorist. Okay, no, so did. is he? Does he do this with a gas? Like no, no, he no. Just, no that, like, that's David's grandma. Fast. That's, that's my David. grandma. My grandma drives like that. It <laughs> oh. fucking sucks. Dude. You, kinda, <laughs> you get seasick <laughs> in the car. I'm like fucking hold it at a fucking steady fucking <laughs> position, dude. No, Come on, grandma. I don't do that. 
That's really annoying. No, yeah. you just you just go straight for the bumper, and you just you don't let up. You but, don't let up, man. But, it's because I used to race dirt bikes, and it comes out of me. I can't control it. It is. I'm okay with it. But we had like a uh, bachelor party for Alex's bachelor party. Yeah. We all took. I'm in the mic, Greg. Get, up Get out of here. So we had this bachelor party, <laughs> and we took his van, and we were crammed in this van, and you were like, uh, there was just the amount of people that it seats. There was a lot of people in the van. It was maxed out. It eight, eight person van. We yep. had eight people maxed there. out. Yeah. I remember you had a low tire because we had to stop at Le Schwab. <laughs> so it was already like fucking a little like loose, a little loosey goosey. And and you were like, and I was okay. I was drunk or something. I was like, oh, this is fine. But there was people grabbing the handles, and you were like, well, I mean, we were at a bachelor party, and we had fucking places to be. Yeah. <laughs> True. What did you want to happen, Dave? I don't okay. know. Why didn't you step up and be like, hey, you know what, Chris? Take a back seat. I'll drive. Huh? No, huh? it's your, you didn't it's do your it. van. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Do that. There you go. Are you a good driver? Uh, I drive fast. Do you drive fast? Yeah, I drive, I'm I'm pretty respectful, but I drive fast. And See, that's I, me. I, do, I, I just drive I tell, fast. Yeah, I tailgate a little bit, and I get a little... I get a little aggressive with like, so I expect people to drive like me, where if I see somebody coming up on my ass, I pull over, I get off, I could get over. That's what you're supposed to do. Go ahead, man. You can drive fast. You can, you know, that's your pace car. You know, if he's going to drive faster than you, this is really good, man. Yeah. It's tasty, huh? Shout out to cider boys. Here boys. Can I, it's like, it's like eating a peach, man. (laughs) It's not too sweet either. No, it's literally like a peach. Mm -hmm. Like I can't, it's like, like those, like those peach. uh, peach ring candies. Yes. So for Ashtown, you said you do you drive Highway 30? Where do you where do you go? Um, so like I was telling him, I'm doing a short contract for uh, Nike out there right now. Oh, okay. so that's why I've been driving out there. But I drive it a lot because you support Colin Kaepernick. No, I well, said the same thing. I, know, that came, I knew that was coming up. Okay, you okay, know, you fucking Nike boy. No, no I'm, I'm I mean I. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's like a meme war out there right now with all of them. Did you see the Mike Tyson one? No. Oh, Mike the Mike Tyson one came out. It's like, <laughs> oh, you're talking about you where they put their face on and then they yes, yeah, yeah. They, but it, but they did it all the all the words in lists. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. Just funny. do it. I mean, I do I do agree. I I I don't know. Personally, I think people should stand for the Pledge of Allegiance yeah, or yeah. the national anthem, no matter what. Yeah. Um, as far as like a spokesperson. I, you know, I have to get on that bandwagon of like picking someone like Pat Tillman. Exactly. You yeah. know, especially with the words and the phrase they used. I mean, what did, what did Kaepernick comes from like a middle class white family? Yeah. 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 He sacrificed making millions of dollars. Yeah. Boo-hoo. I mean, and like, you know, he wore those socks that had like Pigs. pig cops on yeah. them and everything. It's like, distasteful. I, I don't know, but you know, from a marketing standpoint too, you this you know sometimes bad news is is or what are they what's well, a, what's a quotes um oh bad press is good press yeah but any yeah bad yeah, press is Donald, your name no, the Donald no, Trump no yeah, bad your name's publicity. your name's in the news now everybody's well, yeah, talking the about Nike big, the and, biggest thing getting attention yeah. right now so yeah. well well as far as like how their stocks will go and what the the corporate outlook they will dropped be, oh, definitely yeah. they dropped they well, dropped four percent for now mm-hmm. but they they made a choice mm-hmm. and it's it's purely exploitative. I mean, it's really just, here's a niche that I'm going to exploit, but it's, it's really just to me, the whole, if you want to kneel, it's up to the NFL. 
they're a fucking private business, right? It's just like the NBA. The NBA's had this rule for yeah, they don't. how many years? They don't do it. Yeah, they're well, they'll get kicked out of the game, right? It's not. It's more intensive. I don't know if they get kicked the end, out. They get the fined. But the my thing was, uh, but, oh, go ahead. But just um, literally, it's it's you know what's why choose that platform? I mean, I I get it. It's Colin Kaepernick. That's all he could do, I guess. Yeah, he can't do to much get, else. I mean, get, he's not playing football. And well, he's on the bench. He's you know halfway kneeling anyways because he's you know sitting the whole game. But, <laughs> God, <laughs> but, good point. It's a, it's it's a smooth <laughs> transition from the pine to yeah, the yeah, knee. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's just like you know. He's, a, I he's, might just, have he's out of breath. Okay, <laughs> he's out of breath. He's not getting as much. Uh, you know. Well, I mean, it's been fucking two years since all that was going. You down. know, it'd yeah. be so fucking hilarious. And they're still talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. It would be so hilarious if the first time that the cameras caught him kneeling, he was actually just tying his shoe. <laughs> and then and he's he's like, he was oh, like, he oh. looking around like, well, remember what? the news like, did that. Shit, now I got to roll with this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you remember they did that though with the Philadelphia Eagles. They were, there's yes. a guy like praying and they were like, oh, another man takes a kneel. And, oh, and there's Fox know, News was all yeah, up on that. They took a shot. That was Fox. They fucked up. But what I was going to say was I, I follow this guy named Sean Whalen, who's a pretty conservative guy. You I know I've talked about him before, but yeah, really into him. Um, and he actually came out the video today, this morning that I watched talking about this and I, I like his viewpoint. He's a conservative. So he thinks you should think however you want to think. Right. But he was like, you know, anybody that's kind of jumping on this train of like, I'm going to burn my Nikes and I'm going to do this stuff. Yeah. Like you're, you're being a sheep. Yeah, like exactly. Even what I've always said that these left are doing with the sheep mentality, like his, his thing is like lions, not sheep. That's his motto, you know? And so he's like, but even like these conservative, like super Patriot guys, you know, and they're, they're jumping on this train of like, yeah, fuck Nike, fuck blow. Yeah. He's like, you're sheep too. You know, yeah. people are telling yeah, you you're to, doing exactly. Yeah. What so the thing is, is like my agreement is with you. Like there are when he, I'm not mad that he's on there. He is, no. he was an athlete, no. a decent athlete. And he definitely is well known for something, not necessarily sports now. But my point is, is my argument about it was that there are, way more deserving people right. for that specific, like you said, for that specific line that they used. Yes. There are mm-hmm. thousands of other options that wouldn't have rubbed people wrong and, and, and would well, have been better. It's, it's right. a, Tillman it's, is it's, just a prime fucking example. Right. It's a marketing Absolutely. ploy, dude. It's a marketing ploy. That's all it is. Yeah, but that's... It, it's, the, an, it's an uproar. I think it was kind of... It was almost... I'm, I'm thinking it's kind of more strategic. I it think is. they knew. It exactly. Is. Going back to your point, Every every pair of socks, every pair of shoe that's burnt, how many is that a pair of socks, a pair of shoes that's bought? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's exactly. what they're saying. They're saying there's that like, meme earlier, too. He's like, no, you guys are burning shoes you already paid for. Big deal. Well, no, no, no. It's feeding the fire for those people that have the different opposition view to go buy 10 pairs or you get who, some, you who knows? Yeah, uh, I they, feel oppressed, so I'm gonna go buy five pairs of exactly. shoes. Exactly, they're gonna be like side oh, with collar cabinet. So yeah. it's, now it's a wall. It, oh, this fucker's burning socks. Well, I'm gonna go buy a hundred pair of them. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you got to do that. Yeah, math. but there are certain. Listen, I get that if it, if it's a play for like publicity or like, hey, you know, we're gonna gain out of this in the long run. But there's, I agree with that, and I think. Listen, I, I'm into Marilyn Manson back in the day. I was really into that guy, and he does that kind of stuff where he does stuff and says things, and people talk about the news. Trump did it. A lot, you know, and that works. But there's certain levels where you really piss people off. And I'm not talking about just like I'm I'm offended by this. It's like you're talking about something that is like clearly it's you see what it's done in the NFL. Like calling Trump voters Nazis. Yeah. You see what it's done in the NFL where there it's lost a lot, dude. 
the NFL is not as it's not what it was a couple of years ago for sure. Well, yeah, you see yeah, the it, commercial they had on TV just promoting just the NFL, just football. Yeah, like when's the last time you have seen just a commercial for football in general? The views not are down. now they're having to advertise yeah. to get yes. people to watch football. The views are down. Yeah. So my point is, is it, um, there's certain topics and certain decisions that companies are going to make. This one to me is like you got a very strong right and a very strong left opinion, and as soon as you do that, instead of just being neutral. And trying to keep your going, they're making t- bank. Okay, Nike's not some struggling company. They're they're doing well. This didn't have to be this way, and you really are going to lose people from this. Like there are certain people that are really not going to be into Nike like they were. They're just not going to. And maybe that'll fade down the road. You got to look at where their the majority of their business comes from, though. The the, the LeBron James, the fucking. Yeah, but that only goes so far, in my opinion. That only goes so far. There's whole brands. I know. Michael I Jordan know. has his own I know. brand now, but I mean, like Air Nike, fucking Air, whatever, Air Jordans, whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, the basketball line's mm-hmm. a big one, but so is their, I mean, they used to have a huge golf line. They Dude, used their, to- their whole, Nike revolves around sports. And what have you seen coming from everyone in sports? Dude, listen. It's turned, poli- it, it's turning it's turned political. political. Like yes. sport, sports are becoming. Uh, politics are playing a role in everything now. It's like, yeah, I want to watch football to watch football. I don't, I don't give a shit about who's kneeling and who's endorsed by who or whatever. Like, I want my team to win and my fantasy football team to win. That's all I care about. Yeah, that's yeah. all I give a shit about. I don't care about, you know, a lot of these guys do have nonprofits and good causes and everything, like Russell Wilson and everything. Like they, they do a good job about the a good job with. They're nonprofits and supporting, you know, the lesser fortunate and all that kind of stuff. But when it started, when you start getting politics into sports, you yeah. just, I just really well, lose it's not, interest. It's not even that you don't care. It's just, that's not the, the spot where you want to focus on that. Yeah. Like if you're, you, you're athletes, you, be, become a, become a governor or Senator. Then if you want to be, make yeah. a difference, well, but you're, you're proving my point though, in a sense, people go to sports to get away from that shit. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a temporary, like comfort, like, okay, well I can go to this to get out of the whole Trump world, to get out of the whole... Yeah. Cab- okay, but I, 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 I can't I, wait till Sunday so I can go root on my team and forget about everything. There exactly. You know, that, yeah. Exactly. What it but, is. But I'm, I'm, I'm getting at, like, I, I think it's easy to lump Nike with just sports, which they are a sports kind of apparel, right, in general. What else would you... They are. But I'm, what I'm saying is, is, like, it's easy to lump them in solely with, like, oh, basketball, football, right? But I'm saying the average buyer of a Nike shoe is not an athlete necessarily like no, no. a yeah. vast majority of their products are going to children, parents that don't give a shit about sports moms. Like Jill fucking doesn't care about sports and she wears Nike shit. Yeah. Like it's, it's just, it's a brand. It is a sports brand, it's but it's a brand athletics. But my point is, is that's what I'm saying. Like some people don't give a shit about LeBron James, you know, yeah. or give a shit about Colin Kaepernick or give a, And so that's fine. But they do give a shit about. But Nike does because you got to look at where the revenue comes from. I know, but I know, but I'm saying they can say that right now. But it's not influence their buying decision. I don't think. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I think people are like a lot of people are like, well, whatever. It's a quality I mean, product. Who's gonna, Colin Kaepernick? Yeah, yeah. I need I need a new pair of shoes. Exactly. Or it's true. New shorts That's true. or something. That's exactly. You know, it. So well, they don't. So you're right. They're probably going to. But I would. I mean, I do. I would have. Exp- I don't know. I just with a. Big name brand, global brand like that, you would have hoped they would have just picked someone different. 
Just that's a, what I'm saying. Be, if it's strategic, image. it's just like that was, in my Higher opinion, hopes. that was a poor strategic. Well, strategic I, I don't think it, as a business, I don't think it was poor decision. They got exactly the amount of attention they wanted from it. True. They got a major. So, listen, and yeah, they're going to lose a lot of people. Maybe, maybe not buying their shit, but they're also going to gain just as much. So listen, they're probably not going to lose really anything. I just look at like the people that are really like on. Nah, this is. I'm not trying to be stereotypical here, but the ones on the left, I'll say that. That are like really in this like fuck cops and fuck this. You're, how many Nikes are they buying? They're probably buying those fucking toe shoes. They don't give a shit about <laughs> Nikes. My Tivos. point is, is people that they're looking at like it, the whole NFL teams. Look at the Seahawks. Is that, isn't that all Nike brand now? I don't know. But yeah, they own the NFL contract. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get you got to stand with who your customer base is. I get it, but I like think my point is, is we're proving the fact that like the NFL is. People are stepping away from the NFL right now more than they have in ever, probably. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my point is, is people do give a shit about, and you can see it in numbers and hard facts. Nike's numbers drop, whether it comes back up or not. They fucking dropped. They did. They did. They, they dropped four percent well, yesterday, so which is you like don't think that they know almost that four billion dollars. No, they they were anticipating. They've had people doing this for. They've probably been thinking about this ad campaign for months, dude, saying risk versus reward. Okay, when this first comes out, you're going to have but What a I'm saying is this, the people you. that it's appealing to, but, are they, but, are they, okay, so are this they is a, a little bit smaller scale, but remember the whole Lululemon thing, what the owner said? Mm. I just, I just, I don't really it, remember. It's fresh what. in my head because I just listened to his podcast. He was on an NPR podcast called How I Built This, where this guy interviews, um, entrepreneurs and how they created these big businesses. So you had the guy that started Lululemon on there and this guy got in trouble a couple years ago for saying that Lululemon don't belong on all women. A saying like overweight, they don't look good. They're not meant for overweight women. What he meant to say is he, he just, it was bad phrasing on his part, but what he meant to say is Lululemon pants aren't gonna like, they're not a fix all. They're not a, maybe that sounds worse. They're not going to suck they're, it all well, in. Well, yeah, they're not, they're not, I mean, they, they can, they only stretch so much. So, so, so he got in a lot of trouble. They're stock dough. People, people were protesting him. They're like, fuck Lululemon, yeah. all this kind of stuff. Now nobody, I mean, it blown over, it blew over in like a couple of weeks and everybody went back to buying so I'm, $100 I, yoga pants. I, I think all three, well, Chris, Dave, me. Have never heard of Lululemon until now. I have heard of it, dude. So is it? Of course, is is it a spandex yoga? It's like a yoga. yoga. It's a very high end athletic clothing company. So I will tell you who the smart fuckers are: are the people that pay attention to that stuff and go buy Lululemon stocks right as soon as that controversy comes up. Because right, because everybody's dumping it. Like fuck that guy, I'm dumping my stock. No, you know who the fucking genius is? The guy that invented those fucking pants. It's the fucking genius because Why, they that don't makes, them, that makes every single day better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it depends <laughs> exactly. on who's wearing The only thing I would yeah. say about that, which I, which is a good point, but my only thing I would say is that guy had a fuck up on his phrasing in a live situation, right? True, yeah. So was, the difference is, is yeah. I think people will realize that this is a strategic plan. Exactly. Thing. And yeah. it's easy to like say, hey, you know what? Listen, I worded that wrong and I fucked up. And I'm not saying fat chicks can't wear this. They can. Yeah. It's just going to rip on the seams. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but we don't use that so- strong a string. Guys. We only use Come 20 on. weight on that. <laughs> red count is very, very light. <laughs> I just think that the climate of the way things are right now, it's very like there's two sides and 
people are really sticking to their guns right now. So they just they just poured a little bit of they just dabbled a little gasoline on the fire. Maybe they're maybe they're feeling it out. Like, yeah. okay, what's this gonna do? How long do you think this will last? How 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 far from now do you think they're we'll gonna still be know. talking about it? They're gonna know in a month or two whether this really hurt them or it didn't. You yeah. know? Less than a month, I say. Yeah. It already has and it could readjust itself and go back up. But my point is is the people that tailor to the Colin Kaepernick vibe, I don't know that all of them are out spending a shit ton of money on Nike. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. A lot, yeah, I mean, if you're talking about like inner city kids who like love this like fuck cop thing, yeah, they're not going out and buying. I guess they are because the fucking the Jordans seem to be the rave in the fucking inner city. <laughs> I don't get it, but my point is, is they're not all spending no, money on reasons. Nike shit. I know I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> they do though, man. They're fucking broke and they're wearing Jordans. Those things are like two hundred bucks, oh, man. Yeah. Have you ever seen a line for an opening day of a new Jordan? It's insane and. I will probably Justin Timberlake just put out an edition and they're gone within like hours. Really? Yeah, they made a Justin Timberlake uh, Jordan edition. But it's it would you say? I mean, that's I don't think it made it. I don't think it made it to the stores. I think it, it, it was, was gone. gone it was pre-ordered, online. like yeah, pre-order. I mean, it, listen, it's it's one of those things. Like, I don't give a shit about Jordans, dude. Yeah. I don't even think they're good looking, and a lot of the old ones are kind of cool. But mm-hmm. my point is, is that's a very like subculture kind of thing like that is a very like there's certain people that love that and there's certain you know it's not for everybody you know where i'm going with this my point is is like i don't see that group as like oh we're gonna increase our sales with this category of people they're not it's not gonna make that big of a bottom line no but the guy the 50 year old guy who's buying a shit ton of nike golf gear right who is a conservative who's spending thousands you know, whatever it is, I don't know. But he might actually go like, you know, fuck Nike. I'm, you know, I'm gonna go buy fucking Under Armour from now on, or I'm gonna go start doing Adidas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Adidas is shit's badass now. It didn't used to but be then, as cool. But then but at the same time, now. there's the people that are on the other side that are gonna buy more. So, but I that's mean, what I'm saying. How much money yeah. are they? I don't know. So I guess is it a wash? Yeah, it's, it's probably a, a 50-50 thing where know. they're not really losing anything. And it's just they're getting a lot this, of publicity. And the whole thing, like, I think they should have put somebody on there, whether it's Tillman, whether it was, I don't really give a shit who it was. It could have been anybody else. Someone that's on an active roster? <laughs> yeah. See, you Russell know? Wilson, you brought him up, really, and that's a good example. Because yeah, that guy, literally, him. he's fucking the nicest fucking dude. And I'm not, I am biased because I'm a Seahawks fan. Obviously, I live in the Northwest and I like the Seahawks, but that guy's a good guy right. who does nothing but charity shit and hangs yeah. out with kids and does all this shit. And even with, I know he's not a Trump supporter, and that's okay, but you never hear him bad mouthing, like saying dirty shit. Like he, yeah, he'll, he doesn't I, get political. He doesn't get political. And when he does, it's so like, hey, I don't, I don't agree with it, man. That's cool, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. My yeah. point is, is like, there's not enough of that, and that's what the person like me, who is a conservative, and when I watch the NFL, I don't care that you disagree. Right. I care about you wearing, I hate cop pig socks. That shit pisses me off. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's the kind of stuff. Like he just got. Was it last year? That he was who is getting invested, uh, Colin Kaepernick. He was getting investigated for like a rape situation. Lockett, Ricardo Lockett, Ricardo Lockett, yeah. And they were in a hotel room. A girl came over, was invited over. She accused Colin Kaepernick. He, uh, he got her naked. She doesn't remember a lot. She was drinking, blah, blah, blah. And then apparently, like, Lockett came into the room and saw her naked and she told him to get out. And it was like, and then she passed out, blacked out, and she doesn't know she was raped and blah. So my point is, is wait, is that, is that a racist joke, dude? She blacked out. 
<laughs> Are you trying to be racist? You had to go there. So Once my you point, black out, you never go back. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you might not wake up. I don't know. <laughs> but the point is, is like whether it's fake or not, nobody knows. And they're investigating or still investigating, I think. But my point is, is nobody remembers that kind of stuff. Like that guy, even if he is the face of that movement, you know how quick they just drop people for rape accusations? Like, yeah. I mean, in any of the sports or, or... So so what you're saying is Ray Rice needs to come out as like a fuck Trump member right now because he'll be forgiven instantaneously. Apparently. It seems like convenient that they can pick and choose. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy director made all these statements. Right. And now they're like, we're, we're po- postponing our filming of the new Guardians of the Galaxy because we want him back. And I'm like... We want who back? The director, I don't know his fucking name. It's just, it's one big fucking double standard out there. He made a lot of like rape comments and child comments yeah. and some really dirty shit a couple years ago, right? Oh. And so they fired him as the director. And now the cast is saying, we're not going to fucking film this until you bring him back. Point being is Roseanne Barr says one stupid thing, whether, and I don't even, listen, the chick looks kind of like the fucking girl. I'm not going to lie. There's a side by side. I'm not being racist. I'm saying literally they look <laughs> There's the a same. resemblance. Yes. I so that was coming back as the Connors, isn't it? Didn't they oh, revive yeah, it? Yes. Yeah, they revived it. Yes. Yes. Like, Without Roseanne. They're killing her off, dude. They're going to kill her off. Oh, in the it's going to flop. Stupid. It's going to flop They said she was like on like Xanax Ambien. and Ambien when she yeah. wrote that anyway. Listen, even, even then, like at what point is it just a comment and like right. you say, Hey, you know, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. Like, right. I, and then move on. And then you there. move on. But no, no, they take away her show. They take, and they do that with well, it's the same thing with uh, Tim Allen. Tim Allen did the same thing with Which his show. Which is coming back on yeah. Fox now. Yeah. That's right. a great show. He it just is, destroys the It is so fucking funny, dude. But my point is, is there's a really sick double standard of like how things are and what's okay. And this person says it's fine. If this person right. says it's not. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm God damn it. Like, it's just, if you're going to call it, call it for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. hey, sorry, Guardians of the Galaxy guy, you're fucking done. You're out of here. If you're cast, you don't want to do it, then yeah. we'll just cut or this whole series. If, if you're a Asian news reporter working for the New York Times calling white men or white people um, disgraces to humanity. Oh, the gal. And it's like, is that not okay? No, that's fine. Because that is a non-white person talking to a white person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, it should be equal race well, that's, racist. that's what i thought was the goal was everybody was on an equal playing field and, and everybody was equal and then yeah then you get this weird like well the oppressed can't be racist because they're oppressed and then and it gets into a weird thing where i'm just like how about that guy's a dickhead or Who, that chick's a exactly who's still oppressed these days <laughs> i know there's just as many <laughs> poor white people as there is poor did black you, and did Asian you hear people. that harvard is they yeah. have a lawsuit against us. Well, I mean, even around here, I think I feel like you drive around and it's mostly homeless white people. Well, here's uh, the thing that they would say though, because I, I I watched a thing about this and they say, well, yes, they they live in a trailer, but a white person, even a poor situation, has a better opportunity to exit being in a poor situation because of their privilege. You know what I'm saying? Like they've they've even at their worst. Even at a white person's worst situation, they're better off. I'm oppressed as a white male to play in the NBA. Exactly. 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 I mean... It's all about every person has gifts and every person has talents and they all have... And listen, the truth, truth, that's a perfect point, man. Like, like typically, a black person 
are far more athletic and far more like the speed and the agility and the, like it's that shit that I can't fucking touch, dude. If it's called the best person gets the fucking job, that's what it should be. That's what it is. But that's in why the NBA and that's what it is in the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's why people love sports. Yes, you're. That's why people love the UFC. Yes, it's mono e mono. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best person wins. And and the point is, is it like it proves like when you. I'm a huge NBA fan more than any other sport. I'm an NBA fan. You watch it and you watch like old shit from like Larry Bird days, right? And it's could you could you imagine if the NBA said we must have a status quo or a quota of a certain amount of Asians, <laughs> Filipinos. Hawaiian, just even go white. white. Let's just do white. If they said we had to have let's treat like percent of your team, fifteen player team has to be white. Yeah, why not? Or women, <sighs> women. Would, where are you going to find those guys? <laughs> the They're team, there. That team was. They're suck. all in the D League, dude. <laughs> They're know. in the hey, D League. No, no, no. <laughs> women, women. Yeah. Why don't they bring that up? Um. Hello. Yeah. There's the WNBA, but why not just join the leagues? Oh, I yeah. mean, combine them. That would be bad. No. That would be equal, hey, Dave. <laughs> the uh, Seattle somethings. I can't think of the WNBA team. The Seattle. Are you talking about the women che- or the male cheerleaders? No, the WNBA. Oh. Seattle strap-ons. No, I think it's the storm. Yeah. Is it the storm? That's not it. Storm. Seattle storm. Seattle storm. Oh, they're going to the finals. So oh. wait, is that uh, arena football? What are we talking about? At WNBA. Women's NBA. I am I am so embarrassed. Yeah. So they're going to the finals. They just won the other day. They're going to the finals. Nobody gives a shit. My point. Nobody gives a shit. They talked about it on the radio. They put five seconds of a clip on there. If that was the Blazers going to the finals, it would be kaboom, kaboom. Yeah. And or you know, even when uh, San, Seattle went to the fucking Super Bowl. I don't yeah. think Huge very many cars are getting overturned if they win the championship. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Seattle Storm. Yeah. No, but it goes to the whole thing. Like we talked about this on a podcast. We don't need to really, really, really go into it. But the point is, is it's demand. And like I, as a sports fan in general, and especially an NBA fan, hate watching the WNBA. And it has nothing to do with I don't like women's sports. It's just not as entertaining to me. You're talking about seven foot, six foot, eight guys, super slam dunks and fucking aggressive. And I'm not saying women's NBA is not aggressive, but it's definitely not the same fucking. It is not the same sport in a lot of ways. You can say it's not aggressive. It's not as aggressive. No, it is. They have their own form of aggression. It's different, but I'm saying it's a very psychological. Well, it's just it's it's I will say this. (laughs) A lot of them are great shooters. It's a very like smooth sport. And when you actually watch it, they're, they're good shooters because they're not dunkers. They're not like doing these showy things. The team part of it is actually really interesting. They're actually very talented. And they are, they're athletes. They're talented athletes. They yeah. would kick the shit out of me or anybody else here. They're great athletes. But when your arena is a quarter full, right, and you're talking about the Blazers who are selling out or Seattle who's selling out, you know, no, you're not going to get paid as much. Like you're just not going to. Yeah, and, it's, it's market value. What's yeah. your What's your market value? I wish the cornhole championship. So are you, are you talking about pay quality? As <laughs> well, far I'm as going like into the, yes, the pay WNBA quality. player yes. compared to an NBA well, player. Well, because there was there was some talk a couple of weeks ago about like they were wanting. There was a couple of women in sports that were wanting to have more. Why do guys get paid more? Why do we not get paid as much as a guy in the same sport? It's not the same sport though. Right. You know, like, and that's what I'm saying. I watched cornhole championships on ESPN. They're fucking amazing. There's a bunch of guys oh, from yes. Longview and Kelso there. Yeah. The cornhole championships? The yeah. The Kells County Cornhole. We have a league here in town, and a bunch of guys went there on St. Patty's Day for that championship. In they were Vegas? Sit- in Vegas. The championship round, they're sitting. It's. Do you see the guys in the leprechaun suits? 
Yeah, I did. was that them? Yeah, those okay. those guys yeah. are from Longview. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Point being though, it was super entertaining. Yeah. It was super fun. But those guys are not getting paid what NBA players get paid. <laughs> they're oh. not. They're not LeBron James in it at three hundred thousand dollars in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Free cases of wieners from Thomasville. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Here's a case of Nathan's hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But you just can't, like, listen, you don't, like, people need to understand, though, you don't want equal anything. Like, if you want to start a brewery, you should be able to reap every benefit from starting that brewery. And I shouldn't, if I choose to sit on my ass, I shouldn't have the same luxury that you have or want to do. Right. Well, it's, right. it's equality of outcome. And, I, and, and I've heard that from so many different people yeah, as far yeah. as Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Uh, everybody. Shapiro, just say everybody in the conservatives. Yeah. Joe yeah. Rogan. It's equality of outcome is impossible if you have freedom. Right. Yeah. Because one person wants to work 10 times harder than the other person. Mm-hmm. Why should the outcome be the same? Shouldn't. It should not be. It's not fair. It's not. It can't happen. It can't. It can't happen because you have this other person getting demotivated, mm-hmm. bringing him back down to either level zero or even below the person who's not even trying 10 times as hard. Yeah. And then you have a bunch of people doing shit. I mean, what's, what's the incentive? Well, cause no you're incentive. busting your ass and then the next, and then you're picking up the slack for everybody else. So then you finally get the mindset of, yeah. well, why am I busting my ass? And this guy's making the same as me. So yeah, I'm going to exactly. do as much work as him. And then it just keeps going. But that's why it never works. Exactly. It, yeah, exactly. It and they, they did a, they did a study or no, a, a college professor it was just shocking. Cause I know they're super like they have their own agenda, but a college professor did a thing where he, he gave tests out to everybody in the classroom and he, he, you know, there's obviously the smart kids and then there's the kids that struggle and the slackers and whatnot. But he gave the test out. He didn't tell him what he was doing, but then he started, he graded them. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He graded them all. And then he's like, okay, we're going to start equal outcoming. So that this person. Is a great, it's a great scenario. Yeah. So the person that got the F and the D's. Yep. He's like, we'll give you C's. And if you got an A or B, we'll give you like a C. You know, like everybody gets. Yep. Averaged everything. C's. So he said after no bell curve. Yeah, no bell curve. And after what he what came out of the whole thing, and I'm I'm really like cutting this trim because I don't know the exact details, but what came out of it was after two tests or three tests that they had taken with this platform, the 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 smartest student in the class ended up lowering their grade down to a D where they didn't study and they didn't try. And then the kids that were really not, they actually did worse Yeah, because they were going, they well, fuck it, this A anyway. is going to get me a C anyways. Yeah. So then you ended up averaging Fs all the way across the board. And that's yeah. what you're saying is like, who wants to work their ass off? Or yeah. you were saying, who wants to work their ass off just so that you can have minimal shit? You know what I'm saying? Like you, if I'm working 10 hours a day, there's a reason for it. That's because I'm like, oh, I'm doing a kitchen renovation and I need the extra money or mm-hmm. I want, I want to fucking work on my car. So not only that, but it's the mentality. It's how do you sell this point of view of the people that are making all the A's need to distribute that to the people with the F's. Yeah. How do you sell that idea? Because if you, you tell that to a student, they're going to say, no, I earned this grade. Mm-hmm. But when you sell the idea of these billionaires, mm-hmm as they never earned a penny or anything that they earned was based off of their supplemental like family, you know, inheritance. Yeah. So you're painting the picture. So that's, that's how they, they start this whole movement is they're, they're painting a picture of these guys don't deserve this. Yeah, Wealth is so easy. Everyone should have it. Well, it's not only that, but it's, it's, you didn't deserve that a, so 
why don't you share it with the Fs? Like, you didn't earn it. I earned this A. And that's that's the disparity is I earned something, therefore I get it from the student point of yeah, view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have the billionaire who's kind of disconnected as far as how he got there. And people don't, all the people see is this guy's at the top making a lot of money. I don't know how he got there, but I bet it was fucking crooked. I bet he got there in a shady fucking way. But he's got enough, so he should share with everybody. Exactly. Yeah, who so needs, why don't, who needs that much money? Why don't right. we say that about people who get A's in college? I bet they fucking cheated. I bet they had like a copy of the fucking answer sheet, right? Because eh, they don't care because that doesn't affect them. Well, if, if, if it were this class. If you're poor and you see a millionaire and he's just loathing in money and he's just bathing in this shit, like that strikes a weirder chord than like a, that student got an A and I got a D. But it didn't used to, though. It used to be like, I want to strive to be that. And now it's... I just think people just forget. Me that guy needs to give well, and, me. And you're a business owner. People forget that when you're starting up a business, and I am not, so I'm just speaking of what I think. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I do know business owners, and it takes years, like we were talking about, man. You're still early. Oh, yeah. Five years, and it's still early for you. Oh, it's super early, yeah. So the point is, is like it takes years of working insane hours and work, you know, all-nighters and trying to figure out your method. And even with this podcast that we do here, we're, we're still like... You're you're editing for hours and hours and hours, and we're talking hours, yeah. and you're spending a lot of your time developing this thing. And then when you when it does take off, if it does take off, then all of a sudden you're. I mean, these CEOs, they're a lot of them working twelve hours and fourteen hours, and they're taking phone calls all day, and they're traveling, and they're not seeing their family, and they're not. Yeah. So my point is, is like it's not just like Trump didn't just make that money. From sitting on his ass and doing nothing. His dad didn't write him a check. He's not a trust fund. I mean, his dad had money, but he was smart with the money that he got exactly. from his dad. And yeah, that's exactly. the thing. is like they were talking about, well, like everybody, that was a big deal when his election. He got a million dollar check. And it's like, oh yeah, my, he had to have me. the brain capacity to do something with that check. He took a and million good, dollars. It wasn't just, and most he people go blow it. Yeah, exactly. And he took it and made nine billion or mm-hmm. whatever the hell it is. It's mm-hmm. up there. So the point is, is the odds of a person, if you obviously give you a million dollars or you a million dollars, the odds of all of us making double that even is, Slim you know. None. So before we call it quits here, uh, there's something I want to talk about in uh, the news. Yeah, we didn't really bunch on the news. Well, we kind of did. A little yeah. bit. We talked about the Kaepernick stuff. That's a big one this but, week. But the Kavanaugh hearings. Okay. Um, Do you know much about that? You keep up with the news? Yeah, I read about it a little bit today about the protesters and everything. Yes. I heard it. I did not see it. I heard people were, well, I don't want to know. Dude, there were like 70 protesters that got arrested. One after the other. Like, just. But it's funny because, like, I was listening to it on my way to work and these random fucking quotes, you'd hear people like, this is the end of democracy. And you'd be like, uh, he's going to end, end all women's care. And then you hear this one guy who goes, I'm in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Are you serious? <laughs> yes. <a> disabled. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and supposedly so, some, some guy was outside handing money to people that were then caught uh, inside. Oh, protesting see, yelling like stupid pay, shit. Yeah, yeah. They're paying see, people to exactly. go in and yell. That's what the fuck they do, yeah, dude. It's dumb. They pay these people to put on Nazi t-shirts and a make America great again hat and you say, you can't trust anything anymore. Dude, it's no, it, yeah. But the, the, the Democrats are definitely trying to like prolong this thing as far dude, the as the documents. Possible. They, they were, it was all about the documents. 
Wasn't it like four times as many as anybody else has ever had to submit? Yeah. So it, apparently they've re- they released like, yeah, something around like two times as many. Whatever the hell it was, mm-hmm. the documents don't mean fucking shit. Right. These guys made up their minds. The Democrats are not voting for this guy. They've already come out and said it. Yeah. And especially, so it was like something like seven seconds in to the opening hearing. And you have, uh, what is his name? Like Chuck Gas- Chuck Ga- Glassley, like the old guy. He was oh, like the, yeah. the main guy running yeah. the show yeah. with the fucking gavel. And he's like, here, here we have, uh, uh, what's his name? And then you hear uh, Kamala Harris, uh, uh, Mr. Chairman, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Chairman. That chick? Mr. Chairman. <laughs> I, I object, Mr. Chairman. And And she basically interrupts the whole fucking thing saying like, we just got 42,000 documents last night, like not even 15 hours ago. There's no way that we could have gotten through this. And he's like, well, you know, uh, everybody has a, a committee made up of several dozen people. And our committee got through those uh, several thousand documents. So I don't know how your committee didn't get through it. So uh, you're, <laughs> you're how Obamacare got passed. <laughs> yeah. Got through. Yeah, right. It was so big. They were like, fuck yeah. it. We're not reading, all, we're not this. reading yeah. all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking passive. Wasn't that Nancy Pelosi that was like. Just pass it, and you'll see what's in it later. Yeah, yeah right. Oh, <laughs> my God. It's so stupid. She's such a dumbass, dude. Oh, she is. God. When's she going to die? <laughs> she. I think she died a long time ago. Well, she's a corpse. She's, with, yeah, she's just a fucking a robot. Like, well, I think the question, the question is, when is Ruth Bader Ginsburg going to Jesus, die? Jesus, Because I think Trump's going to get another Supreme Court justice. Yep. And he I, could. It's going to Did happen. Did you see the video of the guy that started auctioneering like over the protester like he was an ex-auctioneer and then they started protesting and to to go over the top of him so he didn't cause such we a scene gotta, he started auctioneering we gotta like, woman over here by the five oh smelly hippie in the corner oh Oh my god! It that was would be fucking so, hilarious. That would be great. Is this, then, is this real life? Like seriously, is this whole thing real? Because I, you, you know, like I mentioned, the British Parliament and how they just scream at each other. If you're watching, it's what is becoming. Oh, yeah. No, that would that would be better. Yeah, than what we have now. It's not like random stupid idiots just screaming at for nothing. It's really the, over nothing. In the first forty-five minutes, there were forty-four interruptions from just the Democrats, not even the protesters. Oh really? So Jeez. the Democrats. It was impossible listening to this thing. I was like, I gotta That's fucking why, turn this off. Exactly why they did it, though. But guess what? It's gonna do nothing. Right. It, it, it just shows you how threatened they are. It sh- it really proves how bad of a position they are. Well, in you know what? They have to pull. They're these yeah, pulling at every fucking yeah. string possible. Uh. So what it was is it's just grandstanding because you have no surprise. It was something Harris McCalla Harris Harris. She was the first one to come out and be like, Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker. She's running for president 2020. Mm. Hands down. Is she a black woman? She is. Okay. Well, I kind of took it from the voice. I (laughs) I know. I was like, uh, Mr. Speaker. Excuse me, Mr. Cory Booker. So Cory Booker, he (laughs) was the second guy who spoke out. God, I hate that guy. He's running for president, too. Fucking hate that guy, dude. You know that he made up a story about T-Bone? You guys ever heard about T-Bone? T-Bone. Like uh, a, a steak. Look it up, dude. He made up the story about his fucking gangbanger friend, T Bone. No joke. <laughs> That's the best he could come up with was fucking T Bone. No, but there's a whole YouTube thing on it, 
And he actually had to come out and say, like, yeah, that that was a whole. Oh, thing. surprise, surprise. Kind of like Hillary's getting shot at when he's she like, leaves the fucking airplane. But I listened, I, made up, I listened to it today. I was like, he's like, you know, as uh, soon as I got into Congress, uh, I got in my car and there, well, I got home and then there was T-Bone. <laughs> T-Bone was at my house and he goes, let's go for a drive. And I said, your car or mine? <laughs> and everybody laughed. It was like, it was, it was completely scam he's trying to get he's trying to get a little street cred dude he's like get those extra votes yeah he he (laughs) lived in the upscale like new hampshire house but the guy is full of shit they're all full of shit he's the guy who said that he cried tears of rage when he heard something about like uh, like yeah families getting separated or whatever the hell it was yeah you hit the nail on the head right there they're all they're all full of shit they are are. they're all phonies it's just it comes down to the lesser of it, yeah. Lesser of two evils. Yeah, it does. Like, kind of like yep. the presidential race. Like Trump may not wasn't the best. He wasn't the savior of the United States. Now he's yeah. doing a great job. He's doing what he said he was going to yeah, do. Yeah. He's doing a lot of good things. Was he? Is he the best president ever? Probably not. No, but yeah, we'll see. But it was the lesser of two evils between from him and that. Well, I would have never voted for. Him. No, it, absolutely it never not. Happened. But the thing is, is like, and I've said it. I've said it numerous times. Like Trump in any other situation would have, would have not been it would have not been the right guy. Right. And like, it would just, it was the perfect concoction of what was going on and what was happening. And I've said and it, it was the build up. being felt fed up. With it, it, was, exactly. it was the build up. He, he stepped into a situation where it was, he was that kind of a person was needed. Yeah. It, absolutely. It, it started shaking things up. There started becoming a lot of controversies. Like you started opening up like, the email stuff come like really started to come out and like how corrupt the FBI is and how and all that shit's coming from like right. the Trump. Can't, it wouldn't never happened if Hillary was elected. No, it would have gotten worse. I mean, what's the thing about the the people that hacked her email account and now there yeah. there's a bunch of there was Live. a there was a mass suicide or something. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. And it's like, yeah, it's are they fishy. really just dying all of a sudden? Yeah. <laughs> And even Anth- she even, kills people. I'm even, convinced. Even oh, yeah, I'm so yeah. convinced. Even that Anthony they... Bourdain was one of those people that might have been offed by her people. I don't know. He was he was pretty anti-Trump, but uh, he was. But he said he something. says some stuff about Hillary too, and then he does. Well, and look at his girlfriend that was the Asia whatever yeah. the Me Too who fucking apparently raped a boy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how that's possible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one that just came out recently, right? Yeah, she's like the head of the Me Too movement. Like, oh, you can't fucking blah, blah, blah. Oh, there's the hip-hop, hip, hypocrisy. 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 Hip-hop anonymous. Damn you, you gave him the easy ones. Hip-hop, I tell you, don't stop. <laughs> yeah, she was like, she was like supposedly fucking around with a 17-year-old kid. And yeah. She like played, I think she was like his sister in a movie or played her like, yeah, it was weird, dude. And she was uh-huh. infatuated. And they showed all the tweets of her. Dude, I was listening. Very weird, man. I was listening to a podcast called Legion of Skanks, and they were talking about that. <laughs> it's a good podcast. And he was like, yeah, I'm just, I was just like, I don't, I don't think that I could actually turn myself in or complain about this situation. Be like, yes. And then she put her supple titty in her mouth. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then just, you know, and then she started kissing me and. Oh, she touched my wiener. <laughs> Dude, there is a difference. We've said that before. There's, There's a, a difference. big difference. When a, when a boy is getting groped by a teacher, and that happened in Longview, remember Mark Morris? That thing oh, yeah. When that whole thing happened, she wasn't, you know, she wasn't terrible looking. She was not bad looking. She's not the hottest girl ever. But the point is, is you looked at her and you're like, 
God, where the fuck was I in high exactly. school? And this I chick, think that every single fucking time. You would have been the coolest kid in school, man. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm boning Miss Knowles, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and people would have been like, fuck, no way. Well, dude. the thing is, back then, nobody would have believed you anyway. Yeah, yeah. high-fiving. Uh, yeah, and the thing is, as I look at it, I'm like, I would have never told anybody. No. Like, I would have just been boning Kept away. Kept going as long as you, you can. Would've. Maybe like you guys, but I just, I hey. I just think that yeah, if I was if I was a kid, I'd be. Pussy. But then, but then you know, you're a teenager. You got a soft little heart, and then she yeah. stops and breaks up with you, and then you see her with <laughs> yeah. another older teacher. Yeah, fuck, there's no True. Yeah. Then you're mad. Then you're pissed, and <laughs> then, then you, it's payback time. Then you tell yeah. mommy and daddy, and then they take. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird thing. I it mean, is. that the high school kid would have to grow up real fast, you know, with yeah, a know. situation yeah. like that. See, I'm making light so. of a situation because no, it's, yeah. it's all bad. But my point is, is it's well, way when more, we were in high school, we'd be like, yes, dude. But anytime you hear about a girl. Right, it's and an different. older male teacher. It's different. It's yeah. very like it makes you mad. Yeah, and that's a weird. It's a weird uh, hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. <laughs> well, I think that's gonna be it, man. Hey, we had a. I had a blast, man. Yeah, this is good. good. Yeah, good thanks time. for coming. Thanks, yeah, for, thanks on, for having me. This is a lot of fun. And Ashtown. Yeah, everybody go check it out. Yeah, we got a bunch of specials going on all week for our five-year anniversary. Ooh, you got specials for a five-year? The new hop yeah. flume is mm-hmm. fucking good. Thank you. Appreciate this it. is good. It's not yours, but no. Cider Boys, Peach. <laughs> peach Cider Boys. It's fucking Cider Boys. Something sexy about it, Peach. I don't know. <laughs> all right, so at the end of every episode, we cheers to yeah. end it. So Everybody go check out Ashdown. It's good stuff. Really good stuff. Yep. And I appreciate being here, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you. Good comment. Cheers it up, boys. See ya. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.